Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. It is the month of May, and my cat is, like, super getting sick of me, which means this must be another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. I don't know about you, but the Nerdette team has been working from home since Friday, March 13th, which, now that I think about it, makes me think that maybe I should be taking Friday the 13th much more seriously. We have been hunkering down for seven weeks, which means seven weeks of banana bread and Zoom friend hangs and really shitty sleep and mulling over the things we should have done before stay-at-home orders started. I am the first person to admit I am super lucky. I still have a job that involves sitting on the floor of this closet. Lots of local bookstores here are still open. I have a really nice yarn hookup. I upgraded my internet and somehow it's cheaper than it was before. So I'm streaming to my heart's content. But my dog's toenails are getting like really long. And my car could definitely use an oil change. Which got all of us thinking, if you somehow magically got like a one-week warning before stay-at-home stuff started, what would you have done? We put the question out to our listeners, and I gotta say, y'all did not disappoint. Hello, Nerdette. This is Andrea Calling from Vancouver in Canada. Hey, Nerdette. This is Jay Calling from Queens, New York. Hey, this is Gene Tenner, calling from Chicago, Illinois. If I had been given a week's notice of stay-at-home orders... If I had a week warning of this pandemic... I can tell you that I would not have wasted two whole evenings going on first dates from the internet. What I really wish I had gotten is things that I can't really justify going to the store for. And um, would have instead spent all that time hugging my friends and then stopping on the way home to pick up some yeast. I would uh, turn back time and go buy some new nail polish bottles. I would have done nothing different because I'm retired. I ride my bike daily, make my own meals and see my sweetie twice per week. Hi, Nerdette. This is Jen from Philadelphia. Uh, I'm a high school history teacher, and one thing I really wish I had done before all this started was say goodbye to my students. Our school closed very suddenly, so I didn't know the last time I saw my classes was going to be the last time I saw them. So I wish I had just had a chance to tell them how much they mean to me and how great of a year I've had and just see them one last time in person knowing it was the last time. I also just want to say thank you. Your podcasts are really helping me get through all this. Bye. Hi, this is Kathleen calling from Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. If I had a one-week warning 
I would, without any doubt, have visited my family in Oklahoma City and in Chiapas, Mexico. Stay well, everybody. Hello, this is Gina from Palos Heights, Illinois. If I had a one-week warning, I would have set my elderly mom up with Zoom so she could see and chat with all of her family. She is in the independent living area of a senior living facility and is isolated from all of us. Hi, Internet. This is from If I had one week's notice before quarantine, I would have pulled off the super elaborate proposal idea I had uh, for my girlfriend. Uh, so a lot of uh, changes have happened since then. Hi, my name is Melissa and I live in Ohio. A few weeks before Ohio shut down, I started dating this amazing girl. She's funny and smart and honest and kind. She majored in poetry and she can keep a car running. And she's immunosuppressed. And I'm a nurse. And I now suddenly work on a COVID unit. So if I had an extra week's warning before Ohio shut down, I would spend every minute of it with her because I haven't seen her now in five weeks and I miss her so much. Hello, this is Lynn Obiala calling from Chicago, Illinois. If I had a one-week warning, I would have found some way to safely visit my mom. Hugging my extended family is the thing I miss most and something I don't think I'll take for granted again. Junie, I love you and can't wait to squeeze the grits out of you when I see you again. Hi, Nerdette. This is Margo calling from Chicago, Illinois. If I had a one-week warning... I would go to the downstairs part of the Willow Room in Chicago and have at least one bullet rye-based old-fashioned made by my favorite bartender. Thanks. Hello, this is Sabrina from Chicago, Illinois. Hello, this is Paul from Woodstock, Illinois. Hi, Greta. This is Laura calling from Park City, Utah. Hi, I'm Mary from Mundelein, Illinois. And if I had had a one-week notice... If I had a one-week warning... I would have gotten a haircut in color. I would have enjoyed as much live entertainment, plays and concerts especially, as my budget and availability could accommodate. But I didn't. And I ended up walking to the grocery store, buying a box off the shelf, and doing it myself. Not too shabby either, if I do say so. I really miss the excitement of a live performance. I would have definitely had my house professionally cleaned first. She turns 80 in May, and the party we were supposed to have to celebrate is canceled, and I don't know when I'll see her again. Hello, this is Bonnie calling from Lake Villa, Illinois. Hello, this is Ticha, and I'm calling from Aguascalientes, Mexico. This is Mary calling from McHenry, Illinois. I guess I would get a depilatory, a massage, a facial, I don't know if necessarily in that same order. I would have to think about that. Hi, my name's Hannah, and I'm a server. Had I known that the coronavirus shutdown was coming, had I known that I'd be unable to return to work for at least two months, I would have yelled at my boss. Just screamed. If I'd had a one-week warning, I would have gone to the library and stocked up on tons of books and movies. 
I also would have gotten a lot of books and videos for myself as well. I also love Marvel movies and could easily entertain myself with those for several weeks. I might have even tried Game of Thrones. I hope everyone is keeping safe. Thanks for everything that you do. Keep up the good work. Take care. And uh, greetings from a warm climate here. Take care. Stay put, stay well, and have a great day, Chicago. Just really let it rip. <laughs> oh, my God. Those were all so good. Andrea, Jay, Jean, Jen, Kathleen, Gina, Mike, Melissa, Lynn, Margot, Sabrina, Paul, Laura, the two Marys, and Bonnie and Deetja, thank you so much for all of those beautiful voicemails. I really love the phrase, squeeze the grits out of you. I'm for sure going to steal that. And for the record, a depilatory is hair removal, you know, waxing, which like, yes, I definitely would have gotten my eyebrows waxed. But anyway, um, I also have to say I love that we disguised the voice of from good luck on your proposal. And I have to say, you know, I've been to and I love that bakery. Such good. Such a great place, man. And I just really love all the library laments. I feel ya. Shout out to the guy who didn't leave a voicemail, but who did send us an email and said he would have, quote, stocked up on whipped cream, Twizzlers and toilet paper, all the essentials for the good life, he says. Um, those were all so great. I loved them very much. Um, to be totally honest, there are like tears streaming down my face right now because those were all just really sweet. And you know, I don't really like to pick favorites, but what I will say is that this voicemail is really, really, really good. This is Kelly and I am in Chicago. I teach a zoology class. It's a science elective. I would have tried to send some of our zoology classes animals home with students. In just a minute, a conversation with Kelly, who currently has five guinea pigs, one bearded dragon, a leopard gecko, two fish tanks, two gerbils, and one fire-bellied toad in her condo. Right now. It's true. Don't tell my neighbors. <laughs> I just realized one of the guinea pigs is called Greta, so... <laughs> That Greta had to be a quick change because it was Gordon until she had babies, and then it was Greta. Kelly, I'm going to cry. That's so funny. That's coming up right after this break. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Kelly, have you ever had such a menagerie at your home before? During the strike, yes. Oh, wow. That makes sense. The teacher strike. Yeah. And it was crazy. And uh, so, yeah, here I am again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You'd think you would have learned your lesson the first time around. <laughs> yes. I had fewer guinea pigs the first time around. 
<laughs> so yeah, what? Tell me, tell me a little more about these guinea pigs. What happened there? Um, well, I, I teach a zoology class. It's a science elective. Mm-hmm. What grade um, is that? It's high school, and it's mostly seniors. But I, you know, I do have some some juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I had I had a student who asked. Well, we'd had a chinchilla that everyone loved, and oh. it died this it died this year. So um, she asked if I wanted a few guinea pigs because they had taken some in, and some had had babies, and they had too many. And I was like, "Sure, this might be a good <laughs> you know re- replacement, I guess." Yeah. So I, I I took these in, and she told me they were two boys, and I was just an idiot for never double checking or checking that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so it was pretty funny once the, I mean, they are rodents. They have like, you have to separate the males out in three weeks because they're sexually mature and you could have the same problem if you don't separate the, the baby boys, you know? Wow. So, so for like a week before that three weeks, you know, cause they're little, it's hard to see much. Uh-huh. And so my boyfriend and I are getting like the mag light and trying to, you know, hold them up and, and try to figure out what sex they were. So we hope we have it right. We have a, a, a cage with the two boys and then the three girls are in the other cage. And have you named all of them? Well, yes. So we started with two males named Mr. Blick and Gordon, which I'm not... <laughs> I'm not familiar with the cartoon, but the student that gave them to me, I guess her sister named them. So okay. we kept that. And then Gordon became Greta. <laughs> and But yeah, my nieces were totally thrilled with the whole process, you know. And uh, so they helped me name the babies with a Harry Potter Ooh, and a few nice. other family members. So we have Tonks. Uh-huh. Luna uh-huh. are the two girls, and Neville is the little boy. Oh, that's a good theme <laughs> that you're working with. I like it a lot. Can't go wrong with Harry Potter. Oh, my goodness. So if you could do it all over again, I mean, aside from uh, double-checking the sexing work on the on the guinea pigs, <laughs> that uh, would be key. what would you have done differently? You would have, like, handed these out to some students, essentially? Yeah. So usually, I mean, it takes a few weeks preparation, you know, to check with parents and get the okay and work out rides. But, you know, over, you know, winter break and spring break and and even in the summer, I try to get as many as I can home. And and a lot of kids like that and their parents like it because it's going back at some point. You know, Mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I would have tried to make a lot of uh, those arrangements. And, And sometimes they fall through and I I've ended up with animals here for the summer, you know, over those breaks, but not all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like by far the most animals you've had in your place so far? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Greta, would you like a guinea pig named after you? (laughs) You know, it's weird. I have like 0% interest in a guinea pig, but I don't know. There's something about it being named Greta that's like, am I supposed to save this thing? Okay, that's it for today. We want to hear from you. A lot of people wish they had gotten haircuts before all of this started. And now that we're almost two months in, some of you are starting to get desperate. We would love to know what are your haircutting questions? Is it a bang situation? Is it just like some clippers that you need to take to your head? Whatever it is, ask us. 
And we're going to take those questions to a pro for our next episode. So all you need to do is record yourself on your smartphone and email the file to nerdatpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell us your name and where you're calling from because this is all so much more fun when we're in this together. And if you want to, we would also love to see some pictures, especially if you've already tried some at-home haircuts. You can just tag us. We're at nerdatpodcast on Twitter or Instagram, or of course, you can email us photos too. The show is produced by Justin Bull, who definitely wishes he had gotten a haircut. And our executive producer is Brendan Banazak, who I gotta say also is looking a little shaggy these days. All right, take care, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Oh, and Hannah, just say the word. I would be happy to yell at your boss. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.